Hello and welcome all agents, trainers, Pikmin bloomers, baller dragon tamers, and most specifically wayfinders to the 33rd episode of the Wayspotters podcast. Wayspotters is a place where you come to get answers to the Wayfarer challenge. Seriously, like Lachlan has the answers, like all the answers, like seriously. Wayspotters is proud to be presented by the Pokemon Professor Network, and today is another beautiful Thursday evening in the States and a fantastic Friday down under. Speaking of down under, I'm joined as always by my co-host Lachlan, who's still trying to meet his 100 review requirements. I mean, like right now as I'm talking, he's reviewing or submitting or doing something. Thankfully, Tintino and team gave him a few extra days so he can get that in. Lachlan, good day. How are you? Well, I actually have done my reviews and I did them on the weekend, Jamal. Thank you very much. I got my reviews so, done in the original time frame. Oh, so you didn't need the extra days. Well, speaking of the weekend, it's been about a week since we first talked about the Wayfarer Challenge and we gave our personal thoughts and feelings on it. And I'm wondering, Lachlan, what category did you choose for your nomination and why? Well, do you want to have a guess? I thought long and hard about this as I got ready for the show, and I actually have no idea what you finally went with. Well, we have an issue in Brisbane where a lot of our bikeway trail markers get rejected, and it's the most bogus reasons. Like, you'll get private residence, uh, pedestrian access. Uh, it's just like all of these things, and like it is navigational signs that promote exercise. I'm sorry... If there's an anchor that gets put out there and you have to ride a bicycle to it. That's just the nature of the game. So I went with one of those. Uh, it probably wasn't the best photo I could find of an example. But I wanted to get one which I probably wouldn't have accepted. Um, Correct. Because of the photo. Um, but then I thought, you know what? I'm going to go with something completely different. And I went with a trail marker completely different from a bikeway marker (laughs) but also something that we've struggled to get through and i know enough and bikeway i'm hoping they just lump the trail markers together because it's weird that they're two separate categories on the list but i went with it's a multi-directional sign that points for walking directions in an urban space or like a suburban Mm, space so not So you're using the footpaths to navigate the community, which is how most people would walk around, but it's sort of like a trail sign indicating navigational things. And I love these because they're actually called wayfinding signs. Like, Mm -hmm. but they always struggle to get through because they're generic or they don't meet the criteria. So we've seen a few of them pop up because of appeals. So I kind of want to have something in writing from Niantic that we can put in supporting information just to say, Hey, Bad reviewers. Niantic says go. But, you know, I that's what I want with, and I'll send you the photo later. Um, and obviously you can't use it because you would have submitted your own by now. I also submitted something similar. I think I shared mine on Discord. I submitted a bicycle trail sign that I've seen a lot of times people mark as generic or mass produced, but it was a sign with a bicycle on it and it had the name of the trail and kind of the, in kind of the, the marker in miles. And it looks very much like a street sign. And I think people would say that it was generic. So I use that 
And it took me probably 130, 140 reviews before I came across something that I really wanted to use. I saw a few other things, but like I said last week, I wanted to play the game that I wanted to win. So there were some things that I really thought I could have used, but I wanted to try to go for the top three and get that extra upgrade because, you know, I'm an upgrade whore. So um, I think I'm in good. I think I'm in, in good standing there. So I felt pretty good about what I picked. Well, I, I did stumble across a couple restaurants that I wanted to use, but I just, in my heart of hearts, I I know why they don't get it rejected, because the ones that really should, you've got to sell. And when you're not trying to sell the nomination, they don't. So we'll get we'll cover that a little later in the show, because I think both of us have both hit the point where we want to talk about that, and it quite nicely lines up with this, because it's a topic people often ask about but i wanted to make sure that we covered the tintino post of the week yes so let's roll the news intro let's go new intro it's the new intro it's the new intro new 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 intro new intro for the news so tintino posted an update on the forums in regards to the first wayfarer challenge on the 23rd of august he wrote hello explorers We have an update that we hope will give more clarity and time for more participation in the Wayfarer Criteria Challenge. The first update is to share more about our purpose for this challenge. For this challenge, our purpose is to start tackling the Wayfarer Criteria. As some of you may understand, addressing our criteria is a huge undertaking to say the least. This criteria is one of our approaches to make sure we do it right. But we needed a place to start. This challenge will provide us with two major things. Which criteria are most in need of being addressed? We know there are more than three that need addressing, but this gives us a good starting point. Clear examples provided by the community for us to consider and directly respond to. This will allow us to respond with context and we'll be able to see what you see. So please take full advantage of the question section at the end of the challenge submission form. I'm excited for the larger impact this challenge will bring and hope that it will provide the much needed space to address it. The conversation won't end after this challenge. The Wayfarer team and I hope to address all criteria once we get this first attempt right, and we will be bringing our ambassadors along the process. The last update, we are extending the challenge timeline to allow for more submissions until 11.59pm West Coast American time on August 31st, 2022. The new date for our posting of responses will be September 2nd, 2022. Thank you again for your participation and safe exploring. Now, what's uh, West Coast American time and GMT? That's what minus... I think it's GMT minus 9 or minus 10, maybe? Let me have a look. It's minus 7. Oh, minus 7. Okay. GMT minus 7. Uh, Hawaii is minus 10. Okay. So you are so, correct. There is a uh, American time zone, which is minus 10 GMT. Yes. So what are your thoughts on that, Lachlan? Because I, I, I can interpret that a couple of different ways. My main interpretation was we haven't got enough responses yet to this challenge. We need more time. I I think they Stop reading a, my mind. I think that's exactly be, what it is. There could be a much clearer way for them to have got the news out about this. I think having an announcement on the Wayfarer page, sending an email out to all Wayfinders, uh, especially those who've nominated recently or had a rejection, just to sort of direct them to it. I think there or, are other ways they could have 
assembled the, yeah. the troops. Or they could have had a member of the Niantic staff come on the Wastebotters podcast and talk about it there, possibly. They could have reached out to the Pokemon Go creator influencer squad and let them know that it was happening so that they can shout it out across their platforms. There is, I think, advertising of this event hasn't been great. I think with the other challenges, because it was a catchy like Russia Wayfair challenge or right. India Wayfair challenge, you you motivate people more with these catchy headlines, these flashy graphics. So I personally think that this is sort of what they're going for. Um, but also there was a lot of confusion within the first week about why is Niantic wasting our time with this? So I think... To I me, think it's, it, it, it's a good move from them because it makes sure that they have a wider pool of confusing way spots to discuss. Right. To me, this felt a lot like homework. And the Russia Wayfair Challenge and the India Wayfair Challenge felt more like a challenge, felt more like a contest. To me, this is kind of like eat your broccoli, eat your vegetables, as opposed to eating dessert. This is like, like I said, like homework. And I think from the chatter on various discords and on Reddit, which is a really dark, evil place, and um, Twitter, people weren't really feeling this. The rewards weren't what they thought they were going to be. One upgrade, and you had to review 100 POIs to get the upgrade, where if you review 100, you get it anyway. Again, like I said last week, um, I was a little underwhelmed. But given that this is the first challenge, I'm willing to roll with him, but I don't think it motivated a lot of wayfinders out there to review a hundred, pick a nomination, pick a category and answer it. So I was thinking the same thing that you said that they didn't get the numbers that they were expecting. So they extended it a little more. I don't know that Tintino's post on the Wayfair uh, community forums I think if you're not going to do it, you're not going to do it. I don't think a few extra days, I don't think someone's going, you know what? They've given me three extra days. Let me go ahead and do it. I think the, the hay is kind of in the barn there. Uh, well, you know, it just allows people time to decompress after whatever big events are going on in their apps, I guess. So if, if you're having a cold one on Saturday night, local time, and thinking, you know what, let's do 100 reviews. I've had a very long day, and I think we need more poker stops in our area. I'm not sure. Maybe that's going to be your motivating factor. Um, I think I, I, I got an upgrade while doing my X amount of reviews. Mm -hmm. And I've applied the upgrade, and the nomination still hasn't moved into voting yet. And I'm like, did I pick the right nomination for this? And you, what do you think I nominated Jamal and then upgraded? <laughs> did you nominate a? Did you nominate some street art? No, uh, I actually used a bikeway sign. Oh, nice! <laughs> now, Lachlan, so I too, I, I too earned an upgrade, and let me tell you my story real quick. So there is a plaque in my local Maccas, 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 Maccas. There's a plaque. Like mac and cheese. Uh -huh. Maccas. Maccas. There's a plaque in my local Maccas. And Maccas. it is. Uh, you're, and it's you're, a, you're, you don't need to say I'm both adding something. It's Maccas. 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 All right. Maccas. There's a plaque when you walk in the door. 
right on the wall, very prominent, and it is a plaque, and is an it's a memorial plaque to Ray A. Kroc. Do you know who Ray A. Kroc is? Ray A. Kroc in 1955 was the original purchaser of the McDonald's Fast Food Corporation in 1961. Was its CEO from 1967 to 1973. Kroc was credited with the global expansion of McDonald's, turning into the most successful fast food corporation in the world. Yes. So there is a bronze plaque, like a thick, like a legit bronze, like thick plaque on the wall inside of this McDonald's. Um, it And so I nominated it and I upgraded it and it has not moved into voting. So it's still in, in queue right now, but I've been looking at this plaque forever. Uh, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I'm like, it shouldn't get rejected. I'm not nominating the restaurant. I'm nominating the plaque what happens to be on the wall in the restaurant. Um, and so I'm hoping that this goes through expeditiously and that it becomes part of the portal network. Did you just say portal network, Jamal? Oh God, I did. What am I, an English agent or something? That it becomes part of the Wayfarer community. Well, Lachlan, that brings me to what I want to talk about for our topic number one. Well, before you get to topic number one, I know, there is something else to talk about from the forums this week. Wait, what is it? I'm going to read the response that Niantic Tintino posted to your best friend, Sea Princess. Oh, yes. I don't know if she's my best friend anymore. Although inaccurate, I I will admit I enjoyed reading this. Okay. That is what (laughs) Tintino has said to Sea Princess. So... All I know, Sea Princess, is that Tintino has said that although you're inaccurate, you made him laugh. So clearly, uh, Jamal's colourful descriptions make Tintino laugh. Maybe they're also inaccurate. Who knows? But did you see the Sea Princess um, joke post on the discussion for the challenge? I did. You want to read it for the people out there? As long as there's no uh, derpy music behind it. No derpy music this time. Okay. Here's how I saw Niantic coming up with this challenge. People want criteria clarifications. Yes, we should do that, but it's really hard to know where to start. What are the highest priority categories that need clarification? It's also really hard to try to explain without concrete examples. Anytime I've tried to explain it on the forums, it's only led to a flurry of more questions about really specific situations. How can we get concrete examples to talk about? People also seem to like challenges. Can we combine all of these things? I completely forgot which accent was which person here. All right, let's let's just change it up so they're all different parts of the world instead of whatever I was doing there. <laughs> so let's try that again. So you, I, Jamal, you can leave in this spit take. Please leave in this spit take. I'll leave it in, but this might require some derpy music. Howdy, y'all. People want criteria clarifications. Yeah, g'day, mate. But we should do that. But the hardest thing to know is really where to start. Where are the highest priority categories that need the clarification? Like, I think it's really hard to try to explain without concrete evidence. Anytime I've tried to explain it on the forums, it's only left 
a flurry of more questions about really specific situations. How can we get concrete examples about that? People seem to really like these challenges. Can we combine all these things? Oh, like make them give us photos of real world submissions that they see are iffy? I like that. Yeah, but how do we pass through all that data? Y'all are gonna need to categorize the examples, but yeah, that's a lot of work, so we need them to pick the categories for us. That way we only have to analyze the results, and we get to see what they think is confusing. Is that the word we should use about the example by the category they pick? Oh, but that's still a lot of data, mate. What voice was one? <laughs> the was American the southern one. accent. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. True, but we... Uh, it's the Australian one again. How it was the... Just think... Just think just... Troll, yeah. troll, was, troll, yeah. troll, troll, troll. True. No, I can't, I can't go from the Aussie to the American. I can go the other way around. All right. <clears throat> Texas. True, but we want them to do it, but not overwhelm us. And once we decide on the categories, we're going to have to look through all these examples and figure out what's confusing. Yeah? about each individual example in the category. Then we have to figure out how to explain why some are the eligible and some are not eligible within each category. Yeah, you know, a lot of the ineligibility is based on location. So how will a photo show the inaccuracy of the location? You can tell from the supporting photo. <laughs> You're adorable. Okay, how do we incentivize them to do this? They like upgrades. Yeah, but we can't give too many or they will overwhelm us. So they can only submit one confusing submission and we will only give one upgrade. What upgrade, mate? Yeah, but I think not a lot, but we'll say that they only have to do a hundred reviews. Uh... Yeah, yeah, I'm loving this. They will love this. <laughs> You are also adorable. Two, we need to... Might need to loop in HR about you. Keep calling us adorable. Right now, this challenge isn't much of the game, but what if we tier their upgrade reward to picking the right category? So if you do 100 reviews and submit a confusing contribution into one of the top three categories, then you win! Everyone likes a winner! Adora, sorry, I'm gonna have to do some more appeals. You guys have all this worked out. Sea Princess identifies a bit too much with employee too. Alright, well, <laughs> I wonder how Jamal's gonna edit that together. And Sea Princess, I'm sorry if I butchered your 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 lovely uh, fan fiction about Niantic employees. Lachlan, that was the most entertaining three minutes that I've had in my in my life in quite some time. I don't think I'm going to touch it. I think I'm going to leave it just as pure and as natural with probably no music behind it. I can tell you went to college and you got your degree in theater or music or something because that was fantastic. Thank you for that. And that was completely unplanned. I just it sure was. That made it even better. That was not in the script. <laughs> that was not on my plan when I got out of bed this morning. That's what happens when you have a cup of tea. Admittedly, it was a very big mug of tea. I wouldn't really call it a cup of tea when it's a, a mug. 
Like half a liter of tea is a lot. Was that half a liter? It's probably about half a liter. Yeah, it's just probably about half a liter. Yeah. Um, very, very, very entertaining. And uh, I don't even know where to go from there, Lachlan. Well, I think it's to time to, to talk about restaurants. And yes. Topic one. Yes. So topic number one. So I've had several people... Uh, I've had several Wayfinders reach out to me recently and ask me how to get restaurants and local hotspots in the game if they're quote-unquote legal and how would I write a description and supporting information. So people have kind of clued into Jamal likes to write really colorful um, descriptions that may or may not be true. They're mostly true, but I like to add things in. It's not a lie, Lachlan. If I started off with rumor has it or legend tells, things like that. But I have a lot to say about this, Lachlan, and I don't want to talk the whole entire time. So I'm going to start with you. What are your thoughts on local hotspots and what advice would you give the Wayfinders on how to get those in the game? First of all, do you believe restaurants and local hotspots belong in the game? And if so, what advice would you give our Wayfinders? Yes. I've always said that there is one restaurant which deserves to be a Wayspot, um, but under all criteria, it would not be a waste spot. Uh, and that's thinking again of the Brisbane example. So for the five people here who are actually from Brisbane, think back to when you're growing up and when people said, oh, speaking of which, happy birthday, Queen Street Mall. Today is your 40th birthday. Happy birthday, Queen Street Mall. Speaking of Queen Street Mall, in the middle of Queen Street Mall is a restaurant called Hungry Jack's. And Hungry Jack's is the Australian franchise of Burger King, right? Right. Uh, a couple years back, uh, when a, a restaurant closed, McDonald's literally moved in across the road from it, across the mall, because so many people said, where do we meet up? Let's meet up at the Burger King. And I'm using Burger King for the American listeners, but let's meet up at Hungry Jack's or HJ's. It's in the middle of the mall. It's on the corner. And it was a great place people met inside the shop and then probably got food while they were there. It might meet... Everyone's like, it's a chain, it's a you know mass-produced whatever. But for the people of Brisbane who would be reviewing this, they would know that that particular location was the primary meeting location for over 20 years. Like, if you were meeting with anyone, you met their friends, family, people you never met before to do a lucky trade. You met at HJ's. Mm-hmm. Like, <clears throat> I can't remember how many of the times, like back in the, the DS era of Pokemon games, I, we would go to HJ's to meet up and play on our right. DSs and do trades and just sit there breeding and having a chat and just having some good memories. Like this is for years of my life and I'm not the only one like that. So many people use this restaurant, even though it's a fast food restaurant with dining options as and a it's meeting a location. It's a chain. But like how Niantic say with some Starbucks, which aren't sponsored locations, they are eligible if they meet these sorts of community things. These become culturally significant to your community. So that's like a local hotspot for a mass-produced chain. But you can't just go around saying every single McDonald's is where everyone in the community likes to meet up because that's simply not true. Your community is the one doing the bulk of the reviews in your area. Yes. So... I have never submitted that restaurant because it is in such... I think there's actually three Pokestops and one S2 cell there because of legacy Ingress shenanigans. So Mm -hmm. 
I'm not going near those S2 cells. I'm not going near there because it's too close to any other way spots. It There is better structural things there, which I would rather see in Niantic games than right. this mm. particular restaurant. That, that That's kind of like your impression that you got when you were in America that every Starbucks was in the game and it kind of blocked a lot of other what could have been local hotspots for the Starbucks. Well, they didn't used to. That was a recent change made by the Pokemon Go team. Uh, it it never always, the sponsored locations didn't actually used to count to the gym limits, historically right. speaking, and the stop limits. And that was issues that have encountered in New York while the algorithms are getting recalculated. So that's a change that the Pokemon Go team have made. And I like to stress that the Pokemon Go team picks their inclusion rules. It's not the Wayfarer team. Correct. So don't get angry. Well, at they got paid. Be honest about it. The Pokemon Go team got paid. It's a sponsored location. Yeah. Those people paid to have the gyms and the stops. And I'm assuming that they were able to pay to make sure it became a gym. So you can, yes. And That's I'm not one of mad the at that. On the sponsored Be- website. Like yeah. and in I'm America- not mad at that because the game needs to make money in order to survive. Let's see if I can pull that tab up. But in America, I believe it was $2 a day if you want to have a gym at your small business. And that's mm-hmm. just any small business can do that. I'm sure your small right. business could do that, Jamal. Do you want to have a gym there? Sure. And you could even uh, pick what time yeah, of the sure. day you get raids at it. That's right. <laughs> it's like the tools they get are quite impressive. And the theory is that those sponsored locations are meant to sync across all games. But obviously people wanted Pokemon Go and it's like, what's an ingress? Um, right. But famously, you know, Circle K in, in Japan was a very large sponsored location, and they're just the small amounts of sponsored locations in the US. Comparatively, like one of I, I the in-game a, items a, was named a Circle K. Yeah. I have a Circle K down the street from my house, and it's a sponsored location. It's not the one. So the one, so our, our good friend, friend of the show, Heracross Boss, he has a Circle K near him, and it's a gym. My Circle K is a stop, which is fine. But... Onto how I feel about restaurants and local hotspots. I really have, I, I've kind of changed. Cause I remember when I first started reviewing and any kind of restaurant that came across, I'm like, this is, you know, this is ineligible. This doesn't meet any criteria. And I'd argue with anybody on the internet. Tell me what criteria this meets. But like I've said before, I've kind of evolved my way of thinking when it comes to nominating and comes to reviewing. And there are certain places, as I've kind of traveled, I've seen certain restaurants that, like you said, are local hotspots. Like, we were in Seattle for GoFest, and if anybody's been to Seattle, they've been to Dick's. There's four or five different Dick's across Seattle, and it's a restaurant, but people gather there. I mean, there was a song by Sir Mix-a-Lot, Posse on Broadway, where everybody met up at Dick's. So I've kind of changed on that. And Lachlan, what you guys can't see is Lachlan has found the tab on the Niantic Labs website where you can have a sponsored location at your place of business for $2 a day. If you're in the United States. Supposedly, um, other countries' plans are determined on a case-by-case basis. But in the US, anyone can just apply for their beta. That's been a beta for years. I'd like to say that they love keeping their betas in endless betas. But this this is what a lot... Uh, the reason I bring this the sponsored locations up is because people say, well, X, Y, X is Y, so Y can't Z be Y. Right. And sponsored locations, while yes, they could meet the criteria, have decided to pay Niantic to bypass the criteria. Right. And I believe they did that because a lot of the Wayfinders were, were turning those down. 
and there wasn't a legitimate way to get those in the game. So they had to in, 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 uh, find a way to monetize it and then still get it in the game. That's the way I see it. But if your restaurant is like Niantic say that these plans of like $1 a location or $2 for a gym per location are up to 30 locations in your company. That's what they call the big franchises over 30 locations. And that's when you've got to talk to corporate because I can guarantee you Starbucks is not paying a dollar per shop per day to Niantic. Correct. They're probably on like Correct. a 10 cent max per day or maybe even a penny for stops. Right. Because there's and just so got many of those damn hundreds, They've got hundreds of, of, of locations around. So, so, but if you're a small store, this is an option in the US you can take. And if you can find one or $2, and I'm going to just read through what you get, just so that if there is someone listening to this, who's like, hey, I'm a restaurant, I'd like to be a poker stop. Because I actually came across a couple small poker stops, which I think we're using this. One of them was a really interesting one at a rest stop where if you tapped on the button to view the promotion in game it would pull up a barcode that was work valid for 30 minutes to get you a free giant cup of um i think you guys call it fountain drinks yes (laughs) giant cup of soda or soft drink let's just use the australian terms soft drink um and it's the we call it pop 32 ounces about a liter so it's or half a liter i think it's a liter it's a ridiculous amount of soft drink um, and that was, you know, once a day, you could claim that just by touching the stopping game. And that's something you can do. So at a dollar a day, uh, build 30 us monthly, you get a standard in-game poker stop. And once per month, you can change the location image, the description and the promotion. If you go for a premium subscription tier, which is $2 a day or build $60 monthly us, your, you get a gym in Pokemon go. Uh, it says a premium in-game location. So in theory, that's meant to be a flower in Pikmin. And who knows what a right. premium in-game location is in Ingress. Right. One hour of traffic driving special mini games per month at your desired time. AKA raids. So you physically say, Niantic, I would like a T5 raid hour here at this mm-hmm. hour. And Niantic will just give that to you. Now, that's one hour per month. So it's not... You know, once a month you get to have a, you know, meet and greet with your Pokemon community. And their example is a scheduled raid battle. Uh, And you can change your location, image, description, and promotion up to twice a month. Now, location image, it's the the way spot photo, if we're using conversion. The photo disc. Uh, And then when you tap on the photo disc, it pulls up a promo. That's That's why there's two images there. So that's what you can do. But genuinely, if you are a good local restaurant, if you've been featured in like magazines, like peer-reviewed magazines, you're probably fine. Um, But like if you've got five stars from XYZ, not from an online stuff, get like a proper like fancy food critic. If you meet all of these criterias, uh, there's only one or two of you in the area. You're not like a big chain. You're just a mum and pop thing because mum and pops probably don't care about this but if you have like if you run like a dry cleaner with like five locations i probably like if i was an american dry cleaner i probably would pay five ten bucks a day if i had that in my profit margins to make them gyms Mm -hmm. because i could guarantee you someone would want to come it's like oh i can just battle the gym while i'm doing my dry cleaning or right um 
laundromat. There's there's the term. Yes. Um, laundromats. And you got to experience a couple of American laundromats. Aren't they wonderful? I much prefer the Australian ones. <laughs> I say that with just sarcasm dripping off me. I don't disagree oh, with you, Lachlan. I, hate, so, I just hate quarters. It's such an un- unnecessary... Like, you have a dollar coin. Use the bloody dollar coin, not four quarters. Like, oh. <laughs> so... In the U.S., I don't know. Do you have Five Guys Burgers in no. Australia? Do you have that? Okay. Are you yes, are you familiar no. with the? Okay. You're familiar I'm, with. I'm Five sure Guys, there's right? a chain franchise here, but I didn't go to a yeah. Five Guys. No. So Five Guys meets a lot of the, um, you know, meets a lot of the the tenors that you were talking about. Like if you walk into a Five Guys, every restaurant that has ever reviewed a Five Guys is on their wall. They are like, you know. Whatever restaurant, whatever magazine it is, has reviewed them, but they're a chain. And in some areas, the five guys are a really good place to hang out. And almost everything you said, they meet, but they are a chain. And in my city, I think there's probably 15 or 20 different five guys. So I would never nominate a five guys proper because I know it would never get voted in. But what I would do, and this is the advice that I've given people on Twitter or people who DM me, the area outside of the five guys where they have the seating, they usually have very colorful umbrellas or they'll have a statue of a burger or they'll have something. I've nominated that area or they'll have a pergola that covers their seating area or a gazebo or a pavilion. And I know we talk about in, in, in Australia, they have weird things they call gazebos that aren't really gazebos but I digress. I would nominate those areas as a way to get the five guys in. And I see Lachlan chomping at the bit there. Go ahead and defend Australia when you call a pavilion a gazebo when it's not a gazebo. I'm up really close next to the microphone now to really emphasize my point. America call everything the wrong thing. Why do you call it eyeglasses? Where else are you going to put your glasses? Why do you call it horseback riding instead of horse riding? Do you want me to go on about Americans' ridiculous naming conventions? We just simplify things down here. Give me one more. What else? Give me one more. I don't think you want me to give you another example of the redundant S's and Z conversions that you do. That has nothing to do with the fact that what you call a gazebo in Australia is a pavilion and not a gazebo. It's a gazebo. It's a pavilion. Like, if you go to Australian Costco, which is still based out of America, you can buy a gazebo. (laughs) I don't know what that means. And then you can install the gazebo in a public park and hope your local government doesn't find out. And then you got yourself a restaurant. My bonus location is Brisbane, Australia. And I come across things that people say is blankety blank park gazebo. And I'm like, hot damn, that's a pavilion. But if that's what you want to call it, I'll give you four stars. I'll even give you five stars. But I know in my heart that is a pavilion and that is not a gazebo. Well, you need to check your heart for what it thinks a gazebo is. It's clearly mistaken. I'm just just going to have to fly... 24 hours down to Brisbane, Brisbane City, swim in the Brisbane River, which I've been get, told not to get do. Get eaten by a shark. You know, what, what What kind of sharks are in that river? 
Because I'm a pretty tough SOB. What kind of sharks are in that river? Um, the ones that kill you. Are we talking like a like a? There's not a great white shark in the river, right? Oh, not recently. The river itself will also kill you if you're in it too long. Okay. Well. All right. See, you you're really kind of a buzzkill because the two things I want to do when I come to Brisbane is swim in the Brisbane River and I want to go and play with the kangaroo. And I've been told I can't do either one of those. Well, oh, thank you, Maddie G. Shout out, friend of the show, Maddie G. We just yeah, finished Maddie, our we, love we just Maddie finished G. our weekly walking challenge in Pikmin. Three of us Wait, did our one hundred thousand steps. I just want to say, repeat Wait. that it's it's Thursday in America, Friday morning, and three of us have done the hundred thousand steps. Why didn't you invite me to that Pikmin? I'm in another walking challenge with somebody else because you or Tintino didn't invite me this week. I feel a little hurt. Quite honestly, well, Cow in a suit set this one up. You need to take it up. Well, Cow in a suit is riding his bike around. He's not walking. Come on. No, no, he is. He is walking as well. The the bicycle setting. Bicycle settings don't count to Pikmin steps. Ah, gotcha. I I even did thirty four thousand steps this week, Jamal. Well, I'm going to tell you how many steps I did in Pikmin, and then we're going to get back to talking about local hotspots. So, Lachlan. Now, when it comes to writing descriptions for your local hotspots, what advice would you give the Wayfinders? Because you know the advice I'm going to give them. Ham it up. Soup it up. Sell it big time. Go into the restaurant. Ask the bartender. Ask someone in there. Give me two or three unique things about your restaurant because I'm about to make you a pokey stop and I want to put it in your description. I am all about going over the top when it comes to these. And it gets me in hot water with Sea Princess because... In one of my nominations, I said that if you did something, you would win a free drink, and that wasn't true. Um, and she didn't like that. But what advice would you give the Wayfinders on on what to put in a description to get a local hotspot slash restaurant through voting? So in the nominations description, make sure you outline why it's important to the community. Because just saying it's important to the community doesn't actually mean anything. If I stumble across this Wayspot, and interact with it. I'm sit- sitting there waiting for it to recharge for me to hack it again to get more field, more keys for my fielding plan. And I'm like, all right, let's read the description. Let's see what's going on here. Oh, they're known for XYZ food menu item. I might go in and order that because I'm going to put another uh, hack module on here uh, so I can, once the burnout's done, just keep on hacking. Oh, cool. Maybe I'll put a flare up next time invite some other agents to have a chat here you know make sure in that description you're saying what's important about the restaurant do they have a specialty item they're known for is there something unique how what year was it opened has it won any awards try and put that in the description in your supporting information especially if you are quoting awards where possible try and link to evidence as to where it's got rewards from because in your supporting information you can put links in say here is a link to a write-up from a famous food blog. Here is a write-up from blah, blah, blah. Here is it on Queensland's 150 things to see before you die list from this government. You know, these sorts of pages that you should look at when you're planning a night out. Not just a, I like the rice here. You know, try and sell right. it. You know? <laughs> And also remember, do not include those links in the description. Only put those links in the supplemental information. Putting a link in the description is a 
automatic one star from most educated reviewers. So don't do that. But it is completely legal, completely accepted. And I encourage you to do that in the supporting information. Especially if you're stating something which people might not understand to be true or might not believe you. If you can provide some evidence to support your case, isn't the supporting information a great place to provide some supplemental evidence? Who'd have thought? Yes. And Jamal and I come from the days where supporting information wasn't always a thing. Oh, wait, you only ever nominated through Prime. You didn't get to do many redacted noms. I did. I, I, I hated redacted. Remember, I didn't use redacted because it would crash my phone all the time. But I, if I go back in my history, I have some that I nominated without a supporting information because it wasn't there. It wasn't an option. You just slapped a photo on. And Lachlan, you know what? You are a podcasting professional because you set up a segue so perfectly that I don't even know if I could have done it myself when we talk about pictures on Wayspots. So last thing on this before I get to your segue, what advice would you give the Wayfinders on what photo to choose for their main photo and their supporting photo of their restaurant, bar, local hotspot? How would you frame the photo? What would you use there? Well, most restaurants will have a nice outside nameplate you know not do not do not submit the menu do not submit a napkin (laughs) if if the bar inside the restaurant if it has a bar inside has a nice like artisanal named um like where it's nice and fancy and put out get whatever has the name of the restaurant looking the best inside that restaurant it could just be outside the restaurant but try to make sure you've got the the name of the restaurant visible otherwise it looks like a generic building Correct. You want to make it look and stand out where possible. Now, again, this might be like a little back alley street in your city with, you know, you're going to knock four times, say the correct riddle, and then say you really like your rice. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll let you in. So I really like the rice here. So you've got to make sure you're selling the object in your photos. Uh, try not to go at nighttime unless nighttime is when it lights up and you're getting a really nice appearance of it. Because in the daytime, a restaurant can look really boring and bland. But if your supporting photo is at nighttime and it's full of people in the background, I think that says that that's a local hotspot. Again, supporting photo. (laughs) Don't get people rejecting your main photo because there was a person standing in the background walking out of frame. I'm looking at you, Dallas. (laughs) Oh. <laughs> this this is a well, photo in addition to a waste spot, which there was a person in the right corner. I'm like, this is the only reason someone would reject it. They weren't even looking at camera. And when we get the mm-hmm. ability to appeal waste spot photos, this waste spot photo is getting appealed because I'm not taking it to the forums because I cannot <laughs> resubmit it from this far away. Right. So I'm just going to wait. You'd till... have to get friend of the show just will to do it. Well, oh Lachlan, no! Like I, think, I said, I think the real Hamtaro is closer to this one. Oh really? Um, <clears throat> yeah, David Hernandez. Okay. So I just make sure you're selling your photos. Like, get the restaurant, make her look pretty. If she's got a nice LED light outside. Try to get it when that light is lit, but there's a little bit of sun in the background still. People, for some reason, if they see dark skies, say nope way too quickly all the time. Although I've got yes, some really do. janky nighttime nominations through, which probably should have been rejected. We'll cover that another week. We'll cover that um, another week. Well, Lachlan, like I said, you 
being the professional that you are, got into topic number two, exactly what I want to talk about. Waste spots without photos. So Niantic, a couple different times, has gone and used an additional database in this specific situation, Foursquare, and has in, inserted into the game board a lot of waste spots without photos and without descriptions. I think the last time I remember Niantic doing this was in India prior to the way spot challenge in India. And most recently in the US and the UK, Niantic has dumped in a bunch of Foursquare locations without photos, and it set kind of the forums ablaze, and Twitter is where I saw it, and Reddit, which is a very dark and evil place, set that ablaze with people saying, how is this in here? Oh my goodness, how did this get through Wayfair? And it's people who are either new to Wayfair or don't pay attention or don't understand that it didn't go through Wayfair. It was submitted by Niantic themselves with the ability for us wayfinders to go in and update the photo and update the description. So I don't know if you have a strong feeling about this one way or the other. Well, the fact it hasn't really affected me in Australia means I'm not too bothered about it. Although I believe the most recent imports hit the United Kingdom and the US. Yes, they did. Let me, let me take you on a tale of a, of an idyllic, world scenario in which Niantic does things in which makes sense to the wider world populace. Pokemon Go decides to not import Pokestops from the Wayfarer database unless it is, unless it has a photo. That that could be an option one day. Pokemon Go could then also decide, hmm, I'm going to ignore photos with X quantity of uh, AI determined night sky in the photos. Sorry, there goes the Eiffel Tower. Like, if if they're going to run all of these if-then-elses, it's going to have ripple effects for other things and people are going to complain. I have had a nomination I submitted via Ingress Prime go through voting without a photo. It was rejected. Right. And then a while later, the photo appeared back on it. And I was able to catch one of the other ones I nominated that same day, which also went into queue without a photo. And I withdrew that. And then a couple months mm-hmm. later, the photos materialized on it. I'm like, well, damn, I should have left it on it. But right. I shouldn't have to appeal that. <laughs> you know, I... Correct. <laughs> and that was because of a server issue. It, it plagued a few people that particular day. Um it was also when Ingress Prime was nominating your nominations twice. So you'd put a nomination in and you'd get two emails and it'd appear in your Wayfair history twice. Oh, that was funny. Yes. <laughs> I actually that was had one so instance annoying. of a waste spot I submitted getting rejected and then approved on the same day because <laughs> they were in voting at the so same annoying. time. Yes. So <laughs> annoying. <laughs> and it was just hilarious. Um and we still haven't seen the full compensation from that because we were promised an additional period with double nominations. I'm just saying. We sure were. We were promised it. We now, were also promised yes, no, maybe on the review screen. And I'm still holding you know, when we, yes, no, maybe. When we talk to friend of the show, Tintino, that might be my number one question that I ask Tintino. And I hope he doesn't hide behind NDA on that question because I've been waiting for yes, no, maybe for the longest time. We were promised that. We were promised that before Wayfarer. I want to say in back in OPR days. Anyways, I digress. So given that this has only been recently in the U S and the UK, 
What if you woke up tomorrow and this plague had inundated Australia? What would you think about it? And what would you tell your local community on how to feel about it? I would go around submitting photo editions because historically a photo edition submitted through this just got approved by Niantic. Correct. It went to Niantic. It didn't go through the Wayfarer system. And then future photos would go through the Wayfarer system. And what you would want to make is, sure you did that in Ingress. So you got your 500 AP. Well, you can only do so many in Ingress. If, if, it, if, if the plague was truly a plague, I would be needing to use my Pokemon and my Ingress and probably abducting people on their work days to use them as well. <laughs> Cow in a suit, we're looking at you. No, he's pretty good on his work day. Unless someone really motivates him to leave the office. But <laughs> other other people who work for themselves you know they're a little bit more malleable so i think if it did happen to me i would go out i would submit new photos for these objects and those which had issues like if they materialized on schools or where they shouldn't be i would take note and submit them to niantic which is what we're told to do right and i'm sure i would cut flack for removing waste spots because a lot of people (laughs) don't look at the photos of pokestops right they don't look at the photos it really frustrates me because not to call out a local player because I know who it is. I keep seeing really obscure Wayspot photo editions. And then all of a sudden the photos switch and I'm like, how did you get hmm. four thumbs on that? That's not, Hmm. And I'm like, okay, team mystic player. I don't know why you're doing this. <laughs> But an example I know that they did was, because they told me about it very proudly, is they went to our mm-hmm. Arboretum, uh, one of our Arboretums. An Arboretum is a forest, but it's like a, a government forest where, you know, yep. it's a park forest sort of deal. And they submitted a photo edition, because like, it's my way spot, which is why I, I noticed it in the photo review. And it was just, it's the sign for the Arboretum. It says, blah, blah, Arboretum, open, blah, blah, blah. Like, nice government sign. That's the Westport photo. They submitted a photo of all the trees behind it. Trees. And I'm I like, okay, it. hello. And they messaged me and said, like, why was this photo rejected? And I'm like, well, let me tell you about trees. <laughs> right. But their, their, their point was, but the Arboretum, I'm like, yes, but the sign is here. The Arboretum is everywhere. Right. This locates the tree mm-hmm. and all of the other trees to this spot. And that's why each entrance of the Arboretum has a sign that's a way spot. Surprise! There's a logic behind it. If the Arboretum itself was oh, one way spot, everything in the Arboretum would be merged in. And we wouldn't have, you know, 30, 40 plus way spots in this um, park. Oh, but I like this photo more. It looks better when I send it on GIFs. I don't care. It doesn't meet criteria. (laughs) So this goes to something that I've said previously. And again, once we're we're able... This is someone who, of their nominated nominations, has nominated 14 things and 12 out of 14 accepted. Like they're pretty good at taking a good right. photo and nominating yeah, correctly. Yeah. <clears throat> right. But yeah. So this is one of the things that I've said on a previous episode that when we get um, someone from Niantic on the Wayfair team, Tintino or whomever comes on, they've got to do a better job of communicating to people who aren't us. 
So the people who are in the Wayfair discussion Discord group 4.7.12.93.75, the people who are in that group understand and know what this is. But the person like you're talking about who has submitted 14 um, POIs and have gotten 12 approved or you go on and you see someone who's done 500 reviews and they've been uh, been able to do reviews for a year and a half. They are not on the community forums. They're not watching it as close as we are. Niantic has got to do a better job of communicating to the 99% and not the 1%. They do a really good job of communicating to the 1% and letting us know what's going on. But the casual, those are the people that you see. I saw someone on Twitter today, just really distraught Lachlan. I felt bad for him. And I was almost going to jump in, but I'm like, I don't have the energy to do it. Said, I have been reviewing. I reviewed 300 or so. I don't remember the number of waste spots and I earned an upgrade and they were so excited. And I went out and I nominated this particular POI. I don't remember what it was. And I, I submitted it through Wayfair. I applied my upgrade and it came back marked as a duplicate. Why doesn't someone let me know that there was something else in that cell or there was something else there? And they were distraught because they had worked really hard to earn that upgrade. And I know Niantic is never going to talk about S2 sales. Campfire will, but Wayfarer won't. I I wonder if they know that they're not meant to say that word. How new were they to the team? Yeah, I don't know. But my point is, they've got to do a better job of communicating to people who are casuals in the game on what some of these rules are. Because what happened on that thread was everybody jumped on that person. Didn't you go and check IITC? And then the poor person was like, what's IITC? Had no clue. No clue at all. And us, the one, two, three percent, we all know, check IITC. Open it up and look and, well, and do that slider and I look and see anymore. if there's a Pokestop there. I just, well, I just, you're, I, you're a, you're I just a savage. You're, you're a, mon- you're a monster, Lachlan. You are a monster. Couldn't Most care of if it doesn't appear civilized people. Yes, but most of us civilized people will check IITC. No, but think of it this way: because of how they've changed their inclusion rules, where it's it recently, we have a scenario where Coward Suit and I submitted three murals between us. Um, one of us submitted two, and the other submitted one. That's okay. The fourth one was a bikeway marker, so it didn't get approved. Um, but only one of those is an ingress portal, and the other two will never become ingress portals. The other two are poker stops. But they're not ingress portals. There is three poker stops there on this right. under it's under a bridge, right? You're going over this bridge yes. and suddenly it's just three poker stops. <laughs> but only one ingress portal because of the S2 cells. So you can't just tell people flat out to check IITC anymore. Honestly. Go to the no, location I, in person I... and check nearby. And the easiest thing to do is if is ask yourself, is there a poker stop here or nearby? Right. If no, you're probably fine. And for the majority no. of people, that's all they need. But 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 if you're a new Wayfinder, where are you going to get that information? If you're not on the forums and you're not on Discord, it's not in the app. It'll ask you if you want to slide it over and see things that are near. But what I'm saying is why can't that... Why, why can't we just like grow up and like give people more information so... This person who posted on Twitter is probably never going to submit again. They're probably never going to review again. They're so upset. 
like we can prevent that. We can increase the retention of people who do Wayfarer by just giving them a little bit of information. And I understand, and I know you are Niantic fanboy, and you don't want people gaming the system. You don't want people like me looking at S2 sales, plotting and putting stops and gyms where I want them, because that's what I do. I get that. But, this, but this, pulling the this, curtain back a little bit and helping people out is but not they gonna have, break the game. They've pulled back the curtain. Like the Wayfarer app is amazing. And it's in beta for a reason because it's buggy as hell. But and but I actually again, have been submitting how bug many reports people, while I'm using it. How many well, people playing Pokemon Go have the Wayfarer app? That's my point. Talk about think, it. Think Socialize the, it. Think of like, the get it out like, there. It will move you to the Wayfarer app to do these tasks in the future campfire will integrate with the wayfarer app it will all be interconnected once it's like we're we're seeing a stage in niantic's life where they're actually cross-pollinating their ecosystems so to speak where you see the logos for their other games inside the old niantic social button on your friends list and that's about it and that button was there for three years doing nothing yeah, no, I because get of it. how long they've been working on trying to cross pollinate and integrate these features, and a lot of these features of socialized aspects got pushed to the wayside when COVID struck because they had to handle different priorities. And no, I get it, I get people it. People socially I'm was not you. a priority. And but I'll tell from you, an there... education perspective, I don't care. And Ingress players come at me. I don't care if a waste spot doesn't appear on the ITC map and appears in Pokemon Go or appears as a flower in Pikmin Bloom and not in any other game. That doesn't bother me, frankly, just because we had a community tool which worked for a very long time at being able to track and figure out where everything was going and figure out the rules. The rules are meant to be broken by the people who create those rules. So that... Again, Lachlan, you're a monster. The system. It's it's not a you're monster, Jamal. You it's are a case a of just if we knew everything. Like, okay, imagine if Niantic was a company that was actually a okay. country, right? The country okay. of Niantic. Uh, they they found some land, or they built some land in the ocean, and became a, a country, right? Right. Would you want every single aspect of that com- that company country? to be completely public knowledge yes not everything not everything but enough to where i could get by and do it so i'll tell you this there's people i work with who haven't played pokemon go in years they're level 38 they're level 39 they're like oh there's a level 50 now yes i have actually um but they had no idea that they could submit a way spot at level 38 Definitely. So I sat down with this person and tried to walk them through everything and I'm throwing terms at them and they're like, what? And they're like, what about this thing right there? I'm like, Oh, actually you can't submit that because I see that thing over there. I submitted that and that's in the game and that's too close. It's in the same S2 cell, but that's a really cool statue. Why didn't you submit that? Well, when I submitted the other thing, that statue wasn't there. That statue was just put there about three and a half months ago. Well, why can't I have both? Well, because if it's in the same S seventeen, then you can't. They're like, what? And well, you it just there's just to nowhere jump in there, for that. That raises a good point, and it's something I support. And it was something I really liked out of Catan was the rotational way spots. So if the inclusion rules meant that different things had to come and go, that each couple months an S two cell or an environment completely rerolled. Pikmin does a similar thing where the flowers are different every now and again. And it's not the same consistently. 
And I would not be opposed to Niantic coming through with the Pokemon Go team and saying, right, this is going to cause a PR nightmare for a month, but we're going to announce that the Pokemon Stops players will would rotate. Riot. English players would riot because you'd be moving their anchors. No, I'm saying Pokestops would rotate. I'm not saying the Ingress Ingress already has decided to not have a 100% inclusion from the Wayfarer system. That was their right. call, and this allows other teams to be able to play around with that system. And they could come around and say, right, let's rotate through these way spots. If more than one are in the area, swap between them every month. Yeah. Yes, gyms might go I'm missing. I'm not opposed to that. Oh, oh, well, you have to get used to the new systems. Because you're gonna have people upset that I was this close to my gold badge on that gym, gym and would, now it's gone. But the gym might eventually come back. You just have to wait. Right. It like motivates said, it people would be to a, get out and actually interact with these systems in the game. It, it would be a PR nightmare, and um, I don't know if they want that smoke right now. But Lachlan, we've been going long. Let's do this. Let's take a break, and when we come back, I want to talk about some coal of the week. And I want to talk about Waste Spot of the Week. And um, I want to get your thoughts on what we have going here. So let's go ahead and roll the break, everybody. We'll be back in about two minutes. And you're going to hear some really, really funny stuff. And you may even hear a fake conversation again, like you did last week. Let's go to break. This is Genji, and we are listening to the Waste Spotters podcast show. and you're listening to Wastebotters Podcast. Oh, I'm too mild. Your dad jokes are the worst. Why don't pirates take a bath before they walk the plank? They just wash up on shore. What invention allows us to see through walls? Windows! What did one plate say to the other plate? Dinner's on me tonight. I searched for a lighter on Amazon, but all I could find was 6,000 matches. Why do cows wear bells? Because their horns don't work. There's one thing that I just can't deal with. And that's a deck of cards glued together. What's the difference between an alligator and a crocodile? You will see one later and one in a while. Hey, Lachlan. Hello. Hey, have you seen that classic movie coming to America? No. There's a famous line from the movie, and it goes a little something like this. Let me tell you something. I believe the children are our future. And the reason I bring up that the children are our future, we have a teenager here today that wants to ask you a few questions. So here we go. How do Pokestops get put in? Well, thank you for asking. The way to nominate a new Wayspot is to open up your Pokemon Go app or your Ingress Prime app. In Ingress, be a level 10 or higher agent. And in Pokemon Go currently, level 37, but that's going to keep creeping down lower over the next couple months. And you take a photo in-app, or you can take a photo from your camera roll and insert it. 
put a pin on the map. I, If you're using Pokemon Go, nominate in Pokemon Go where you're at and then upload later So if you want to save on bandwidth. That way you can see nearby waste spots that may or may not be already in the game. And hit submit, and hopefully Ingress gets that nearby feature soon as well. And eventually, uh, people will come and review that through the community and come to a consensus on whether or not it should be a waste spot, and that it might get converted into your game of choice based on a variety of inclusion rules, which I quite like and your dad does not. How many Pokestops are in the whole system? Well, I can tell you in 2021 that over three... Australia. In 2021... 3,843,336 waste spots were added. Uh, That's almost 4 million new gyms, Pokestops, and portals in 2021. So I don't know the exact number. I'm sure someone out there does, but it's a lot. And if that was just 2021 and that was a slow year, just think about all the years before it. What other games are there that go through Wayfair? So there is Pikmin Bloom, there was Transformers, there was Settlers of Catan, there was Harry Potter Wizards Unite, there is Peridot, which is in open beta in certain countries, there is a little game called Pokemon Go, uh, Ingress Prime, there was Ingress, <laughs> and Scatter Redacted. Field Trip never touched the Wayspot system. Oh, what's the other game? It's on the tip of my tongue. Um, NBA Ballers, All-Stars, which is not yet out in a country I care about. So, yeah. I'm, I don't think it's out in any countries, actually, so I think I can say that quite safely. And hello and welcome back to Wastebotters. Thank you for going through the break. Hopefully you enjoyed the dad jokes and our new little bit. Um, we always like to be entertaining uh, for all of the people out there, but... We have something that we haven't had in a long time. We have more news. Roll that intro one more time. Let's go. New intro. It's the new intro. It's the new intro. New, new, new intro. New intro for the news. Lachlan, what's the news? Tell me. I'm anxious to know. Something I didn't mention that has uh, started in the last week since we last recorded. The Tower Super Bloom AR app is live. This is a Niantic Lightship cross-promotion with the Tower of London. Uh, And this is running through the middle of September. So Niantic says on Twitter, the Super Bloom exhibit around the Tower of London features over 20 million flowers changing throughout the season. If you can't make it, you can use the hashtag Tower Super Bloom AR to see it in your own backyard using Lightship AR. So I will retweet that as Wayspotters for you to have a look. Uh, but maybe go on to your app stores of choice. And I'm just checking now to see if I can actually find it. There it is. Tower Super Bloom AR. Very nice. And get it when you're in a park next. You can be a part of this experience. And this was one of the many Niantic projects that they announced um, earlier in the year about their partners um, in a variety yes. of different spaces that are not your traditional game experiences, but this is a fun little AR experience. Um, I give it a go, have a look. I'll definitely be doing that and report back, but it's only uh, happening until mid-September. Um, so I'm hoping that you can access it for a while, but give it a review on the app store maybe and see how you're going. But 
considering it's been out for a while, <laughs> I <laughs> thought we should probably talk about it now. So the, the Super Bloom, yeah. Tower Super Bloom AR is what the app is called, and it's powered by Lightship. So give it a go next time you're out in the park with some battery and you're not doing other things in the background because it's going to be just a nice little cool experience for you to sort of see some flowers and very um, nice to see what the technology can do um, in a different way. Speaking to what of Draconis, not Draconis AR, whoops, uh, Dragon AR <laughs> for House of the Dragon. Yeah. So speaking of AR, speaking of Niantic, Lachlan, a little birdie told me that you and I were in a certain Niantic video that debuted since the last time we recorded. How cool was that? Were we? We were. It was a very cool shot of me wearing the Wayspotters t-shirt, and you were wearing the Niantic Wayfair t-shirt and a Team Instinct hat, and they had our voices featured prominently in the video. And I want to say thank you to the Niantic social team. That was very cool to add us in there. It was a really cool experience to be interviewed by you guys, and I'm glad that it's now live and out. And Lachlan and I have tweeted it from our personal Twitter accounts, and we've also uh, tweeted it and retweeted it from the Wastemotters account. So go check out our socials if you want to see Lachlan and I be famous being interviewed by Niantic Social. I said, talking about AR and the future of the metaverse. I sent it to me mom, and she said, Oh, did you make that? So um, I didn't respond. So sorry, mum, for not responding. But uh, yes and no, I'm in it. So technically I made it, but I didn't make it. I put it on Facebook and I tagged my mom and, and she reshared it. And all her church lady friends thought it was so cool that I was in a video of a company they had heard of. Because remember, I was in Portland before I went to Seattle and I was trying to explain to all my mom's friends what GoFest was. Um, it's one of those that like poorly explained to me what you're going to be doing without explaining to me what you're going to be doing. So they remembered two things, Pokemon Go and Niantic. And when they saw that was Niantic, they was like, that was that thing you went to go catch those imaginary things walking around and running into people. And I was like, yes, we'll go with that. I, I just... I'm curious what they do with the rest of it because Jamal and I know that they asked us a lot more than just that one question. So let's see where they take some of the other responses and maybe uh, Adam's comments get featured uh, or, you know, yes. Milo because it was just Ian twice. <laughs> Milo just sort of sitting there <laughs> they, wearing his own merch. They closed the they closed the video with Ian's comment. That was really cool. I would that That was really impressive. I think we should have that man on the show because he seems knowledgeable about AR. He does. Let's we make should. that happen. We should have all four of the we should have all four of those blokes on the show. So Incense Podcast, if you're listening right now, hit us up. I know you've been talking to Lachlan. And um, you know, the the further we get away from the Seattle Go Fest, the more things that I learn about the Seattle Go Fest. And it seems like you guys had quite a blast at your Airbnb. Is that true, Lachlan? You guys had quite a blast there? Uh I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, that's what I thought. Moving right along, let's go to some Call of the Week. Call of the Week, 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 Call of the Week. Definitely just a Doctor Who ripoff. Call of the Week. 
So, Jamal, what's our call this week and where did you find it? All right. So this week's call of the week comes to us from Neil Bennett. And Mr. Neil Bennett sent us an email to wastebotters at PokemonProfessor.com. And he was very excited. And he sent this to me a couple of weeks ago and I told him I'd work it in. And this particular call of the week is called K-O-E-Y-S Stop. Koei's Stop? Place to gather for fun. And the photo, Lachlan, is a live animal. So he lo- he knows how to get to my heart. It's a picture of a dog, a live animal, and two... Um, is that a is that an X and a Y game there, or is that two packs of cards? It, it, it's it's two Pokemon cards, packs of cards, and a live animal. The live animal is adorable, but it's a live animal nonetheless. And this submission is in Weston, West Virginia. I don't think you came through West Virginia, Lachlan. That's probably a good thing. Um, but the supporting information so says West is so. What's in East Virginia? That's not in West Virginia. So there is no East Virginia. There's just Virginia. And there's a long story. So does that mean that there could be... I know Texas can divide into five states. Should we have a North Texas, South Texas, East Texas, West Texas, and then Texas, Texas? And then, we could. And then, they, get, Here's the then deal. they get more representation in your political system. What's, what's, what's not to love? Is there a part of Australia that is kind of the butt of the joke? Well, the ACT is literally Australian's asshole. Because it's just the lit- okay. it's the only enclosed so, state in Australia, and it's a territory, and it's just so, sort of a circle at the bottom of New South Wales. Historically, West Virginia has been the butt of the joke for the United States for a lot of different reasons, and I don't want to offend our listeners in West, by God, Virginia. So there was a saying back in the day, and I might get this wrong, if Virginia can secede from the Union, then... We can then West Virginia, how's it go? Then by God, West Virginia can secede from Virginia. Anyways, there's a whole saying people from West Virginia are very proud to be from West Virginia. When you're driving around Charlotte, if somebody's from West Virginia, they've got a West Virginia sticker on the back of their car. God bless them. But this nomination here comes from West Virginia. And the supporting photo is of a very regal looking bulldog or, 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 or what is that? It's some, some kind of dog. And there are no spawns around here for people who play. A Pokestop would make it fun again. Please. Now, I want to talk about the live main animal. photo, Jamal. Let's talk because about the you, main Because you photo. talked about the live animal in the main photo. Now, yes, there is a lot more than just the live animal in this main photo. So, listeners at home, what else? What else could be in this photo? That is just out ex- exceedingly wrong for a waste spot. <laughs> Did you guess the Snapchat filter uh, UI? <laughs> Surprise! It's a screenshot of a Snapchat. <laughs> now it gets better. It's not just a screenshot of a Snapchat of a dog because that's that would be cute. There's no filters, thankfully, but it's the screenshot of a dog staring longingly into the eyes of the beholder of the camera, or in this case, the phone. And the owner of the the phone, and in their left hand, they are holding a copy of Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl of Nintendo Switch games, which featured Dialga and Palkia on the front. 
Now, what else can we see in this? Okay, that's what that is. We also have what appears to be sheets in the background. So this looks like a bedroom of some kind. And a little bit of plaid on the where the wrist strap would be for a watch. So it's definitely a country boy. West Virginia. But I just... I want to know why pick that photo of all of the photos. Why this one? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the the supporting photo might have been better than the original photo because at least I, I don't know. But it's a different I'm dog. Guessing the dog's it's a name is Coys. It is a different dog. Yeah, the ears are different. It's a different dog. Unless it's a puppy of. Maybe it's the puppy. I, I, it's as a puppy, and it's I, just aged it up a could little be. bit. So now, when we share this on social, Lachlan, should we redact the Snapchat name and the address, or should we just let the freak frag fly? I can barely see the, the Snapchat username on this photo you sent me. Okay. So I'll let you pick when all you right. send that tweet out, Jamal, and how you want to include all, right, all parts of this because it's it's a choice. And I'm happy you chucked it in a Jamal show, that's for sure. But I want to say, <laughs> well, Neil, I, if you're I listening to this, Neil, Neil, yes. you have an iPhone, you got to go get the Wayfarer app. Go to Niantic Labs' website, go to the Lightship section, and get yourself into the beta, which anyone can apply for, just by having a Lightship account for the Wayfarer app. Because you need the Lightship account to log into the Wayfarer app which is why it's not on the public app stores yet because <clears throat> to be on a public app store, it needs to have Google, Facebook, and Apple logins. Well, it doesn't need the Google and Facebook. It just needs the Apple login. The Apple But login. to connect more broadly with your Niantic account, it would, needs the other stuff as well. So you've got an iPhone. Go and do that. You'll enjoy it. Now, Jamal, is that the only call or do you have another surprise in store for me? There is another call, but I want to say, Neil, thank you for sending that in. And Neil, also write this down, 704-426-3710. That's the hotline. Call us and tell us what you thought about this when you submitted it. When well, he luckily, submitted it, when he reviewed it, Jamal, don't say that he submitted When this. he reviewed it, sorry. I just get so excited when people send things in when he reviewed it. So um, I, I'm really excited about that. But I do have a bonus call for you, Lachlan. And I sent it to you there. It's called Covered Green Path. Do you want to tell the listeners something they're going to see later on on socials, what they're looking at here? It looks like a footpath with a hedge next to a building, which is probably a house <laughs> of some kind or a housing block or maybe a rundown warehouse district. I don't know. But when it says covered, that normally implies to me that there's a roof. Now, right. I don't see does, a roof. Does here. it look to be a roof there, Lachlan? And, well, technically, the clouds <laughs> and, are overhead, so maybe the clouds are the covering. It could be an Australian gazebo. Who knows? Well, as far as I'm aware, this is in Los Angeles. so <laughs> But not, not the correct postcode oh. for Los Angeles. It's in 90402. 90042, <laughs> not 90210. That would be Beverly Hills. However, now, the supporting information. I'm going to read the supporting text. Sidewalk with lots of plants growing, comma, it's beautiful. I don't know what that has to do with covered green path, but that's why it's currently in the Coal of the Week segment. Anything else you want to say about that? I'm kind of loving the pink 
flowers just poking off the side. Maybe this is a Pikmin player. Who knows? Who knows? It might be a Pikmin player. It might be a Pikmin player. Now, Jamal, I think it's time we talk about two waste spots, which I nominated for you. To get back at you for the whole right, Captain Lachlan saga. Now, <laughs> I wanted to wait till they were both approved before we spoke about them. And these come... And these screenshots I'm using for you come straight off the Niantic Wayfarer app. Now, these are nominations I did, so I, I can fully say I nominated these. I wrote the description with the help of Stream Chat for one of them. And the other yes. one, and I, I was so close to saying don't blame the Wombat, but I think this is where we're at. So we've got two poll arts. And Jamal, let's start with the Wombat, shall we? Uh, let me pull up the Wombat. Uh... All right, go ahead. I don't have the wombat, but I remember what it looks like. Oh, here's the wombat. All right. Um, Jamal, the hungry wombat. Description, mural on as part of, of the Hillcrest <laughs> Pole Mural Trail. Uh, Lachlan's dyslexia strikes again. Yeah. This wombat is on Winslow Court, and the photo is of a very, very handsome, I might add, wombat. With a lens flare. With a lens flare. I did very well on this one. Absolutely. A natural lens flare. And now just down the road from Jamal the Wombat, we have this nomination, Jamal. Please please describe it. And this one is... So this one, the title is Don't Blame the Woodpecker. And the description is How do you know all woodpeckers love heavy metal music? Question mark. Because they're all headbangers. Lachlan did a dad joke in his description, folks. If this poll comes down, don't blame the woodpecker. The mural is part of the Hillcrest Pole Mural Trail. Can I just say I am so proud of you? Like, I love this. And don't blame the woodpecker. Blame Jamal. I see what you did there, Lachlan. I see what you I did there. I nearly said just so blame folks, the woodpecker. <laughs> yes, that would have been great. So what you're looking at here is an equally handsome woodpecker with a yellow head and black hair. I don't know what you call that. And a beak. And it's on a it's on the pole, and it's kind of a lime green in the background. And the regal uh, woodpecker has white and black striped on his back. So think of like a referee's jersey. And he's facing <clears throat> I don't know east. I'm just gonna say east. And he's sitting on a perch, and he looks like he's ready to peck. Very very excellent uh, nomination. Now I review in Brisbane, but I did not come across this one. But I would have given this five stars had I seen. So this one, with the way its beak is pointing, it's it's facing towards like the support pillar, which gets put on these um, poles when they're cracking. So it sort of works quite humorously. It's like, I see you. You're trying to stop my woodpecker. Yes. <laughs> but I can guarantee you the rest of these are not going to be as colorful. But I wanted to make sure the first couple I let out of hold um, would make Jamal smile. And then I can go back to being my normal self. So I can now come to Brisbane and go find my own two Pokestops. Well, actually, you can so go to Logan. I'm looking forward to that. So you can have fun in Logan. Logan, yes. But yes. I put these very Lachlan. close to the border of the two cities. Yes. I think that's probably a show. I think we've yammed at people for long enough, right? Does that sound like a show to you? You got anything else? Oh, do I ever. Jamal, what's your other favorite segment? Appeal of the week. 
Yes, and do you think I've had an appeal recently? That was a successful appeal. I do. I'd like to hear about it. So, let's set the stage. I successfully appealed a nomination that was marked as a duplicate. I'm not going to go into too much details, but let me tell the tale. Because a lot of people probably don't realize that you can actually mark an appeal on your duplicated nominations, not just your rejected nominations. Now, this was a case of exercise equipment getting marked as a duplicate of the park. And that's just in the broadest senses, so people can't go finding it. And this is one I showed Tintino at GoFest. And they said, because I had a question for them, I said, well, someone removed the way spot for the park sign and my nomination was marked as a duplicate of that. What happens? And Tintino said, well, we can see all the history of that area, even the deleted way spots in an area. So we can go in and take that photo and plump it on its own way spot where you originally nominated it if it meets the criteria and he looked at my nomination then pulled up the street view and said you know what this probably does meet the nomination let me know if this appeal isn't accepted so i'm thankful it was accepted because otherwise he'd be getting an email but this is the first time i have had a duplicate (laughs) successfully unduplicated from appeal so if you have some duplicates which you're like gosh darn it this gazebo was a separate building or this is a different piece of exercise equipment or whatever pavilion or whatever let us know on socials if you've had any duplicate success because i want to hear it because this is an also an interesting scenario because i marked it as an appeal when the other way spot was still there uh a wayfarer who will name unnamed that's not me has gone through and resubmitted the object that got removed but it's again that's neither here nor neither there. Here. the sign there is still a sign there so like i don't know what they were removing yep. it from mm. um so this got unduplicated it's its own waste spot i got back from the us and there it was sitting there waiting for me with a halo there was three halos i could see from that area <laughs> <laughs> and I, you were in the states too I, long. If you had three, halos. I tapped on the photos and I messaged the player and said, "Oh, was that through normal review? No, that was through appeal. What about the other one? That was also through appeal. So, in this one area, three appeals in a month got processed successfully. Very, very. Now nice. I'll give a tease of the other two murals. One of them was at a fast food chain restaurant, <laughs> and it was the company logo. <laughs> again not submitted by me but it's a good right. laugh every time you pass it now and the other one was a generic shopping complex which would normally get rejected in australia and if it was you know like it was just designed for the shopping center that was it so niantic approved it off appeal interesting interesting indeed so very interesting i think i'm not going to dive into them in full details because most people who are on my friends list could probably find these very quickly by doing a very quick Wayfair check. But there you go. I also had a little free library approved off appeal, but we'll cover that in another week. All right. Well, Lachlan, that sounds like an episode. So 
Thank you all out there for listening to this episode number 33 of Waste Spotters. If you enjoy what you hear and what you heard, there's a few ways that you can show us. First, follow us on Twitter at Waste Spotters. We are incredibly responsive, and one of us is usually awake to answer questions. You can also rate us on your podcast service of choice, even the one that you're currently listening to us on, such as Spotify, Anchor FM, Apple, Google, iHeartMedia, and others. If you ask me, five stars are the best stars, and it really helps the show. Second, you can visit our website, www.wayspotters.com. From there, you can get links to everywhere you can download the show. You can also send us a message directly from the website, or you can email us, wayspotters at pokemonprofessor.com, just like Neil did. Third, for our American listeners, you can leave us a voicemail on our hotline, 704-426-3710. You never know. If you're incredibly lucky, your voicemail may appear on an upcoming episode or the show. Or you can do what is Lachlan's favorite, is you can send us a voice message directly from Twitter for those people who are not necessarily located in the good old U.S. of A. Finally, if you're not a member of the Pokemon Professor Network Patreon, you can join for as little as $1 U.S. a month. You will have access to the Discord for the entire family of shows across the Pokemon Professor Network, including Wastebotters, Special Condition, Gotta Watch Them All, Purified Podcast, and the mother show, Lured Up. It's a fantastic place filled with fantastic people. With that, we look forward to you listening to us next week for episode 34. And may all your nominations be shiny. And thank you for listening to Waste Waters.